We are hot on this lovely July 7th. It's my sister's birthday. Shout out my sister, Jewel. You know, we see you. And we had a showdown, UFC 276. Uh, Israel Adesanya versus Jared Cannonier. Ooh. <laughs> Ooh. Somebody got their ass beat, and that's how, that's how, that's how it happened. You know, and we're going to talk about that. We're going to get into that. And it's me, Armani T. I got the lovely B in the building, and we're going to get right into it. Let's get it. I swear my glow up in lightning. Hot ears, something like lightning. This shit a hit, I'm a psychic. She want me lick, I'm excited. See, I feel that that's my business, and that's why I'm business-minded. Need a push, get behind it. It's a science, apply it. Worst come to worst, you tried it. Get a bag, get inspired. Shoot your shot, it's the effort I admire. You're higher than nothing for friends at this point. My circle is smaller than the point. I'd rather sit in voice than hearing a big on their voice. We already have a business report. All right, that one kind of hurt because my arm too. Sorry, your arm yeah. hurt. I told you not to roll today, and you didn't want to listen. So. Yeah, I, I might not roll tomorrow. We'll see. We'll see. You could take videos of me. So we'll cool. see. All right, I could do that too. But let's get right into it. The no cap recap. Shout out Ralphie in the back, always on the <laughs> scene. Little CB number two. <laughs> and <laughs> the first fight was Julia Storylenko versus Jessica Rose Clark. Jessica Rose Clark with the hype train versus Joy Julia stole your ankle. <laughs> Cause uh she she gets it done with the submissions clearly. Jessica Rose Clark, uh, I was just waiting for her to get some, you know, get some some competition, you know, because like I, I saw that like like she's a good wrestler, but at the same time, like we I, I saw how they were trying to kind of pump her up. It was a good fight either way. She stole that girl's arm, broke her damn arm. That girl was tapping. She tapped like five times. I don't know if it was like the adrenaline or what, but that that arm break could have definitely been prevented. But, you know, I guess get it done how you get it done. But, like, don't be surprised in the future if you hurt somewhere down the road because you out here breaking other people's bones. That's all I'm saying. Yep. She trying she try to get the, uh, the title of Julia Stole Your Elbow. <laughs> <laughs> she working on that right now she got she got the break she said during the uh post-fight interview she was told she just keeps going like you know she was just training to just keep going with it so and i think that's dope that's a good way to you know finish the job for sure but mm. you ain't gonna want to sign that on that dotted line yeah. they know she breaking shit yeah but either way shout out julia stole your elbow next we got Macy Barber versus Jessica I, and I think this was very close. It was a very close fight for it to be unanimous decision, but Macy Barber pulled away with it in the third. Jessica I seemed like she was like walking her down, but Macy Barber was just holding on more and and having bigger moments for sure. She had a lot of elbows too, so like you said, memorable moments. I think that's yeah. what got her this fight. Mm-hmm, for sure. So shout out Macy Barber on another W unanimous decision, but you know, we they going I hope she's not leveling out to her competition level because you know she got plenty of time to go, you know, to keep going up. Mm-hmm. So speaking of going up, Andre Muniz versus Uriah Hall. Once again, Uriah Hall chose to mimic a style instead of use his own. 
He used way more feet than he did with Sean Strickland, which is his key point, which is probably would have won him that fight. So mm. he would have been facing Pereira. I don't know about that. No, I don't but, know about that. But, but either way, like, Uriah Hall was trying to mimic another style, and, and he wasn't willing to do that extra work. Andre Muniz was was definitely willing to, to get it done and get gritty for it. Uh, Andre Muniz had a, a great game to take him to the ground and keep him there and just took him into his world and to me that's what kind of happened but like y'all gotta have an answer for these ground game people because they're just gonna keep coming in and just you know they have an awesome ground game okay striking game to trick you to get you to the takedown and now we on the ground y'all need an answer otherwise See, you're just gonna keep taking L's. I think if Uriah Hall didn't have good jujitsu defense he wouldn't have made it the whole fight and he, he got he got out of some bad spots and that's what surprised me about his jujitsu in the first place but like you know when it's not the level of the person of the other person you're competing against mm -hmm. then that's just what it is it's just survival that's what he had to do for those rounds he got his hands off a little bit but at the same time andre Muniz just displayed like a higher level like all the way around so, yeah, he made Uriah Hall look like a an amateur. That's yeah. what that's what he well, looked like in my eyes. So yeah. That was rough. So yeah. Shout out Andre Munez, really getting it done. Shout out Uriah Hall for mm. getting in there again. But mm -hmm. you know, like I don't know. I, I don't know. I don't know what to say about that. But I just know Andre Munez is definitely moving up. And he's gonna be a scary problem for the middleweight. Mm-hmm. You know, anybody that's ground game dominant is gonna be a problem. Next, do pleases versus brad tavares which was surprising i, I thought this was going to happen faster <laughs> because the places looked like he was depleting <laughs> like his sub like but at the same time that south african elevation it's like different. that's what just saved him <laughs> he just was he just be out out there in south africa just swinging on a, a heavy bag <laughs> that's what has to happen because like he did not get tired at all he did not and they really thought he was gonna get tired they thought he was slowing down but what they did say was when he was getting tired that's when he was getting comfortable in his game and making better decisions versus mm -hmm. just being explosive and not aiming properly so i think he definitely started to get into his groove and was able to find a couple of shots but he was definitely consistent i was surprised I was like, I don't know if he's going to keep up this pace, but he did. But it did make sense. That South African elevation. Yep. Made sense. Yeah, it's like, but the, the, the funny thing about it was when he was, it looked like he was fatiguing, he was slowing down. So it was just like he was making more calculated decisions, it seemed like, inside mm -hmm. of the fight. Brad Tavares was landing for sure. And it really displayed the police uh, chin. Mm -hmm. I think that was a good thing, but that displayed Brad Tavares' chin as well. One thing about Duplice's punches, I noticed it was like, um, he it's like he doesn't really care about getting in range because his arms are so long. Mm -hmm. So a lot of mm -hmm. them end up just touching on the end, touching on the end. Mm -hmm. He might get a few that might, you know, knock a head back. But at the same time, it's just like he's not really trying to get in range because he's relying on his arm length. And I think that if he really got in range more, he would be getting KOs left and right. Mm -hmm. But either way, that was a, it was a good performance by him, like to see that he just goes three rounds like that. So I imagine how many rounds he can go composed. Yeah, better training. I think he, you know, he's still fine tuning himself. So I'm excited yep. to see what's next from him. Yep. Speaking of what's next and staying composed, <laughs> Ian Gary, you know, Gabe Green, 
This one surprised me. Ian Gary really didn't fall for Gabe Green swinging heavy, trying to make it a dirty fight. He really kept his distance and was touching Gabe Green up as, as much as needed. Yeah. And Gabe Green, was, he was one of those ones, too. He just couldn't get his hands on him. Yep. I think that I was, was the hoping, only part. I was hoping this was going to be a quick fight, but it wasn't. It went all three rounds. It was still a good <laughs> fight, but, you know, I'm always surprised by the quick fights, and it makes the night that much more exciting whenever mm-hmm. it's a quick fight every now and then. They step, everything going to decision. Like, dang, y'all don't want no bonuses. Yeah, shout out Ian Gary. Shout out Gabe Green because I know Gabe Green is a dog still. Mm. And like I know on another night, maybe not that night, he would have got Ian not Gary. That night. <laughs> yeah, but um <clears throat> you talking about fast, fast knockouts and and, and fast fights. We got the way. Yeah. <laughs> Next, Jim Miller versus Donald Cerrone. Jim Miller executed an elite guillotine in round two. It was fully locked in under the arm, uh, both legs, closed guard, mm-hmm. <laughs> like textbook. Yep. And he knew he had it. And the thing about it was his arms were trapped underneath it, which made it seem so much worse, oh, which he, he had to he tap. Had everything. He had to, he had to tap like. He felt the tap. <laughs> yep. He had, he had everything like that, like, cinched damn. in tight. And there was nothing he could do. That was just perfect execution. But the first round, they were going back and forth. I'm like, this not going to last too much longer because Jim Miller, his leg was just swollen and mm-hmm. just kind of done for. So I know he had to think quick. So I was shocked. I was surprised. And I think if it hadn't been uh, a submission in the second round the way it was, I don't think Donald Cerrone would have retired. This man got submitted in a textbook smooth clean guillotine i don't think Cerrone would have retired if he would have if he would have won like i I think if he would have lost i think he would have retired all the way through but if he would have won he probably would have like i think i got one more in me like you know yeah try to get one more payday yeah one more but he said he's gonna be a movie star so you know yeah i mean like all those things was happening and the things were aligning for him so that's the good thing about it like you know he, he served the UFC justice, you know, giving him mm-hmm. as many fights as he did, whether he was on the, the other end of them or not. And he's 39. Yeah. Yeah. He's good time. stuff to do. Shout out Donald Cerrone and Jim Miller. You know? mm-hmm. Shout out to old guys. Shout out, shout out Ralphie in the back. And, and as y'all can see, the, the tone for me and, and Donald Cerrone has lightened up because like I'm like, man, come on. No. Stop letting this happen to this man. Stop letting this happen. Like I, I thought he was done before uh he faced Connor and Connor's comeback. I was like, y'all really gonna do this? I knew exactly what was happening when they made Connor face Cowboy on his uh on his way back when Connor was coming back. But I'm just glad Donald Cerrone was like, okay, you know, I'm done. You know, he faced Jim Miller, but it went out, it went like that because you know he was not about to face a young guy. <laughs> he was not about to. It had to be an older guy. And they <laughs> was going for a record for the most wins in the UFC, and Jim yep. Miller got it. So, yep. Shout out Jim Miller. Shout out Jim Miller. Next, Jalen Turner versus Brad Riddell. Yes, yes, yes. I was worried about this one because I know Brad Riddell's a dog, but <laughs> I knew Jalen Turner good was good with the hands, was not sh- sure about the submission. I was like, hold on, tarantula. Okay, put it two and two together. Had to boom, boom, boom. Okay, because that's exactly <laughs> how he looked when he gave him that. What was that? Was that like a one arm guillotine? Yeah, that's what it looks like. It was elite. 
it was elite and the way he sunk it in real fast like yep. he knew he had to do something quick and he, mm-hmm. he made it happen yep 45 seconds 45 lovely seconds he made brad riddell look brand new and mm-hmm. that is crazy because brad riddell was one of those guys was on his way up had like some of the hardest fights that we uh, some of the best fights that we've seen mm. so i just think it's amazing and that should have been on the main card. I don't know what I'm talking about. It was some some bumps up into the main card. Mm-hmm. But, you know, we're going to talk about it when we talk about it. Now we're getting into the main card. Pedro Munoz versus Sean O'Malley. Oh, Lord. So if you stop the fight right where it was and you, like, score it right there, Pedro Munoz would have won that fight solely off of leg kicks. Okay. Alone. That's it. Okay. So, because if you're going off of significant strikes, you know, and strikes landed, Pedro Munoz, Sean O'Malley was still pacing and and trying to line shit up. Mm-hmm. He he made a few touches, and those touches was noticed. They were, which is why I think it was stopped because you know Sean O'Malley was starting to find his groove, mm-hmm. and Pedro knew that everybody else before him has been knocked out. So it was just it was an easy cop out. Uh. To say they have to run it back, yeah, y'all in the same category. Y'all, y'all have to see each other eventually. So you can only evade for so long. So you want to catch him in the beginning of his peak or at his peak. Like you gotta take a choice. But you know, you made it to the second round. Most people don't make that. So like you already surpassed other people, but like y'all can't keep running from people if y'all trying to call yourself the best. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, it's just like that was a good display for the top 10 so they could see what Sean O'Malley can do. So now they're like, okay, maybe I might give him a shot. You know, mm. Pedro Munoz was touching him up a little bit. Maybe I give him a shot. Mm. And then they going, now that's going to give them a seg, give him a segue into the top 10. Pedro Munoz wants Sean O'Malley get up there. If he does, he's going to be looking for his fight back. Mm. Because when you look at it, his eye really got grazed, like, on the outside. Like, like nothing for somebody to be like, no. And when they were like, can you see out your eye? He was I like, all I see is black. Like, all I see is black. Didn't even open the black. eye. Your eye closed. That's why. People like to stand on this saying, this fighter, he's not scared. He's not scared of anything. He would never do anything like that. I don't know. He had a lot riding on that. I think he was the one that, the actual first one, who really decided to intentionally make that, try to get the fight called at the second round so they could judge it based on what he did so far. I think he really tried to go for that. I think he was one of the first ones to actually try to go for that. Because remember, it was a while back when we was talking about it when there was a few fights where the round in the second round, they had to go off of what already happened. So I think he was really trying to get that pulled and pull a win off on Sean O'Malley. Mm. Because like you said, he was just starting to get off and that's when that shit happened. The eye graze. Yeah. But you know, like you can only evade for so long. Your true fellow is going to eventually show you're going to have to face these people. So next Brian Barbarina Mm. versus Robbie Lawler. Y'all going to give Robbie Lawler another fight UFC? I'm asking y'all that. Y'all ain't got to answer that question. Just mm. take the just just think about it. Take it in consideration because y'all know Brian Barberina did his thing. He surprised me because mm. I didn't think Brian Barberina had that, but he has the chin for sure. 
Because mm. Robbie Lawler was giving him the hands, but and at the same time he was giving them right back. Yeah, Brian, he just kept the momentum up round one and round two. I guess he, he thought he was going to have, you know, less stamina the next time, but that thing intensified and increased because he saw that like being mm-hmm. consistent was paying off for him. So it just be more in his face. Mm-hmm. And it's like, he just stayed there in his yeah. face the whole time, no matter what. And that's exactly what got him to W. TKO got him against the cage and just went to work. Yep. Good work. That was good work. By the way, speaking of not moving out of <laughs> range <laughs> and just delivering their cell phone a platter, you know, just a perfect target. Sean Strickland versus Alex Pereira. And I told y'all, and I told y'all, I've been telling y'all that somebody is going to exploit that Sean Strickland just walks people down and just is a moving head towards you with punches coming at you as well. He thought he was going to stand up in front of Alex Pereira and just throw jabs and crosses and hooks at him. Kickboxer. It's in the the title. That's it. Like you knew what was about to happen. mm -hmm. You, it's like you watching a a a a car accident about to happen. You watching everything (laughs) happening. Ah, and this happened in slow motion, (laughs) and you know it's about to hit, and then it hit, and then they knocked out. That's what happened. John Strickland knew what was going to happen. He looked like he, he actually looked like he cried before he walked out. Yeah, you doing... said he he did not look confident. That man looked scared. And it's just, I felt bad for him. Like he just he knew he was up against a dog. And it's just like y'all got to be confident in yourself. Otherwise, it's just going to be exploited. Exactly. And that, and it got exploited. It definitely in those, did in those moments, and it was just like, and it was like as well because he, he really was feeling himself, thinking that it was all sweet, like during the fight, like he really he getting into his timid. groove, getting <laughs> thinking he was getting into his groove, like just throwing punches one two one two, and then that's when it happened. So I think Sean Strickland needed that. Mm-hmm. I think I think that's what he needed. Alex Pereira, I think he needs another fight before we just go ahead and say championship level. Because like, come on. That. Like, come on, what y'all, y'all really doing this? Sean Strickland, Sean Strickland just got up there beating, and I forgot who he beat to get there. But at the same time, it was just like it wasn't like a, a show, like show out performance, like wow. No, yeah. it was just like you okay, you got another decision, got it done. Okay, cool. Shout out to Alex Pereira. You moving up. I think I, he needs another fight before like he's yeah. like that, that don't make yeah. sense. So they just you need being a, dramatic at this point. Yeah, he needs a, a Vittori. I think he'll knock out Paula Acosta, but he needs like a Vittori a Whitaker fight if we're gonna do that. Y'all go ahead, make some money, make you make some money on the way if y'all gonna just try to be so quick to change the seat of a champion. Mm-hmm. Like they be so quick to try to change the champion. Like and Volkanovsky been fighting the same people for how long? Y'all are not trying to change this. Yeah. If the man beat the man two times before, what the fuck make you think he's gonna beat him one once? Come oh, on. they were they were saying um because the second fight was so close that they needed to run it back, and that's why he didn't. He, we'll talk about it. We're gonna talk about it. Let's get into it. Yeah, Alexander right. Volkanovsky versus Max Holloway. This was a title fight, but for Max uh, for Alexander Volkanovsky, this was a sparring session. Pure domination. He, and he literally just walked around the ring and just really make made Max Holloway look like he did not progress at all. 
at all, but it looked like Alex Volonowski did. So that was like the crazy part. So it was just like Max Holloway was at his peak in the last fight and Alexander Volonowski was not. So. And that's, and that's just, and it's just like, you know. Yeah. You know, Max Holloway, you know, you know what you, you did and put in for this. You knew, you knew you was waking up in the morning knowing that uh, Alexander Volkanovsky was already up. No, nah, he that. was going up at the at the uh, press conference out here screaming and just, yeah. you know, I guess, I guess he was just trying to put on his last show, try to go out, you know, with a bang, but that did not happen. Max Holloway, I don't know. I don't know. I know Alexander Volkanovsky wants to go up. I think that's dope. Mm-hmm. I think that's dope. So, mm-hmm. so I would want to see that, like, because I think he definitely has the potential. Like, he 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 been up at two hundred five before. Who? Volkanovski. Oh yeah. Which is crazy. He should do it. So, <laughs> that's a big wrestling motherfucker right there. Like, so, I mean, he got the power and he has like the ability to do it. That's why I think is is so possible. But Max Holloway, like you really talked yourself into this fight again. Good yeah. job. Yeah. Got you another payday. Yeah. But now it's time to, you know, I don't know. I don't know. Do something else. Or like, just work like, your way back into it or something. He because he's still he's still a good fighter, but you know, it's of only course. a matter of time before like other people just, you know, wipe the floor with him and you just you gotta retire at that point. Or do you just want to retire on a high? So yeah. retire high on a low. I don't know. I think they really, they really forced the narrative and making sure that he fought Volkanovski. Like they, they cashed that, they cashed that in too fast. They kept cashing it in. They didn't because, like, look what happened to the Korean zombie. He just, he was like tenderizing meat. That's what it looked like. The man was just beat up in the yeah. third round. At least Max Holloway make it to the fifth round. So what he's saying is, there's no competition in his class. And nobody's making it five rounds except Max Holloway. So that that says something. There's something that has that. to happen. I'm just saying. They got they got they got uh some some featherweight dogs that's coming up. They well they need to give them a shot. Send them they on over. Up. Oh, it, that's on the way. Like you know, even this uh this upcoming fight for uh Dos Anjos and Fazib. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because they have like Kaikar France coming up, Rodriguez, Arnold Allen. Give them some time because they still like I think still like veterans they have an advantage when it comes to multiple rounds it's not just three rounds but five rounds I think they have like a slight advantage but they mm-hmm. also need to be like younger veterans so people who like enter the UFC early age 21 22 and they're still mm-hmm. currently in the UFC like those are probably the people have more of a peak now and maybe more of a challenge but they gotta be given a chance yeah that's why and i think that's what what happened like for this next fight like the adesanya versus cannoneer you know cannoneer proved himself worthy he uh he just demolished brunson like he just made brunson look like very amateurish and didn't get take it down once the takedown defense was me he made him pay for it every time he said yeah. try to wrestle i'm gonna make him pay for it cannon need to hold a class yeah he need to hold a class for all these strikers they he gonna stop y'all from getting taken down <laughs> i think i think jared cannonier 
he set up a good body of work so far, even in the fights that he lost. So, mm-hmm. but at the same time, it's just like he still lost those fights. Like when it comes to Whitaker, like that one was that one was uh, he went all five rounds, but at the same time, he was hurt the whole time. So mm-hmm. that's why you can't really judge that one as much as you want to. But you know, Whitaker was still touching and landing, which you know, so so that means Izzy was going to touch and land. Mm-hmm. And and that's what he did. He like he really made it look like he could have touched him when he wanted to. And the wild thing about it was those moments with Ken and Nier could have just went in and uh you know put caution to the wind a little bit. Those was the times that he had his most success. So I thought he was finding success in pretty much making it a dirty fight. And he didn't, he was kind of making it a clean fight because he was landing and touching. I was just yeah. surprised that you know he just was laying off the gas pedal he's being super cautious i think it wasn't more of cautious but this man's a champion he's been defending this belt for a long time he's been knocking people out i think it's a slight caution and not wanting to get knocked out i think that's a huge thing people just really don't want to get knocked out they don't want to be on your highlight reel like that but had they just he just went in full force and just just threw him in I think he would have had a bigger chance, but you know, there's that caution you have to do and, you know, be cautious of, but they both knock people out. So it's just, I think the respect was there. That's the, that's the better way was, I want to put it. It was more so it was like too much respect there, especially from Cannoneer's uh, perspective. And it's just like, yeah, it's the championship fight and Cannoneer was coming in talking all like, he's going to have to take the bell. He's going to make it easy. Like, but when he say stuff like that, that's when you have to, like, when Izzy was talking about rising to the occasion, that was literally everything he was talking about. Mm-hmm. Like, are you going to push yourself past that limit where you're you willing to die about it to, to get that belt? And Cannoneer, when, you know, it was last minute of the fight, he was not moving. He was standing there watching Izzy. And Izzy was watching him because he knew he already won the fight. Well, that's not the last you're going to see of Cannoneer. Cannoneer is very still young, and that's just you know, another notch. That's just another experience. He knows what to do next time, but I don't think this is going to be the last time you're going to see him going for the championship belt. Well, you know, he got some dogs coming up, so. Hey, the dogs so, like, keep coming. If he, could, if he could pull off some wild shit. <laughs> like man. some knockouts? If he could pull off like a knockout versus Pereira or something like that, or pull well, out they, a knockout they, versus Whitaker or Vittori, like Cause now, now he got to run that back with Robert Whitaker. Uh, well, Adesanya is saying like send Pereira on over. We know you're the next one. They know you're gonna try to line up because of their previous history with kickboxing and him being knocked out by Pereira. So now they, I think they're just very anxious to see that. But like, if he's knocking these people out and just proving himself, like why not give him a shot? But that's that's how new champions happen. The people make mistakes or they they find a, a area to capitalize on and that's how new champions happen do i think he would be a champion that's around for a long time no i don't do i think he will win against adesanya no i don't will it be close if they continue to fight that like up until five rounds i think as the rounds continue it's, it goes more to izzy's favor versus Pereira, but also, I haven't seen much from Pereira to go five rounds because he's been knocking people out one and two, and I haven't watched any of his kickboxing. Izzy, yeah, I think I think Izzy knows the rules. I think Izzy would make it a Romero-type fight. What do you mean? 
like touch, 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 get points, touch, touch, get points. Mm. Like not trying to knock you out, but I'll get some points. You don't think it'll be like personal? I'm trying to knock you out and put you on my highlight reel since I'm on yours. Because once it gets there, then that's when you get knocked out again. That's true. Like Ronda Rousey. She was. Yeah, that's yeah. She was. She was. That was different. Yeah. But like Izzy, it seems like he he respects the game enough to know about being forceful with uh, being forceful with with people, Mm -hmm. you know, and being like and really wanting to go after people and how much you can fall off a ledge going after somebody, you know? So that's why I like, I feel like Izzy feels that. That's why like shit don't seem personal and shit just falls into his hand. A prime example for me is when uh, Paul Acosta threw the white belt at him and Izzy just caught it and then threw it back at him. Like, it's just like, he's not thinking about shenanigans and all that shit. He's just trying to do the face off and Paul Acosta got all this extra shit going on. So. It's just like not worrying about what the other person is going to do and just doing you like know your game. Yeah. So I think that's, that's how he handles it. And like, that's why I think he keep winning. And I think nobody, nobody really can challenge that really get him to the ground. And I think Jared Cannonier didn't really commit to uh, any of those takedowns for real. I don't think he, that, that was not any real commitment to those takedowns. What was the plan though? He's not, a person that would be on the ground and step for ground and pound. So what would be the purpose to get you down there? Ground and pound. This, I know, but it's a kickboxer. Once again, like, Adesanya has more tricks in his bag than Jared Cannonier does. So you got to pick and choose and be smart about it. I'm not going to take you somewhere I'm unfamiliar and we both get here and then I get my ass kicked. I get knocked out in the process. I'm going to just stick up here, stand up here and do what I know best. I think he just wanted to go the safe route. Like I said, there was a lot of respect there, but you know, well, he lost the mental chess battle uh, battle with that one. He did. <laughs> like, if you're gonna fake takedowns and not commit to takedowns, that's why he was gonna touch the way he's gonna touch. Yeah. So it's just like, like I, uh, I don't know. I, it seemed like pressure got to him with this fight. Uh, mm-hmm. I wanted to, I wanted to see him be more successful in the fight. I thought he was gonna be, you know, the killer gorilla, you know, and and really come in, but he was the strategic gorilla. Yeah, the very tactful gorilla. Yeah, and if gorillas was like that, then you know, I don't know, we wouldn't we wouldn't have respect for gorillas as much. Like, <laughs> like I, for real, for real, that's real, that's real. But I'm just saying, like, shout out to Jared Cannonier. He got his shot. He wanted his shot, and only you know the shit that you know you should have did during that fight. Hopefully, you moving past that and just in the gym. Yeah, because like he's a great if, you, fighter. if you act right, if you act right, it'd be right back again. That's know? what I'm saying. Yeah, so that's what I'm saying. That's not gonna be the last time you see him. They gonna end up running it back, and I think it's gonna turn out completely different because you know you already did the respect part. Now it's like you need to get to your dog bag if you want to get the bag bag. But I don't know. I don't know if they really would do it again because Cannoneer really was supposed to show out. And I don't think Cannonier showed out that he's going to have to really put uh, together a whole nother body of work before he can really like two, three fights before you really get back there. Well, and depending on what those fights look like. So well, I'm excited I, I to see it either do. way. I, I hope he do what he could do and, and make it happen, you know? Yeah. But yeah, that was UFC 276. 
Adesanya versus Cannonier. Shout out uh, Israel Adesanya. Shout out to the champ. And shout out to Alexander Volkanovsky. Both of y'all for keeping your hardware. And that was a no cap recap. And we out of here. There's a sword, cause keep the peace is a boy. They go keys for you. Say please. That's one, please. Don't need. No one, that's two, please. Don't leave. That's three, four. If you do.